Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. All right, I am excited to share what I've got on my heart this morning. We're going to start by discussing a little bit about what God wants for his children. Matthew 7, verses 11 through 12 say that if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? So we know that God desires to bless his children with his favor, with his wisdom, his strength, his love. Um, but it looks like a lot of us are struggling, right? Yeah, he has those things that we need, those things that we desire. And yet you see so many Christians uh, kind of floundering in the water. Uh, why is that? Um, God is our Father, and like I said, he has what we need, but we are getting dominated by life. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14, says, For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So God has a world of blessings for us, the, the strong meat of the word, if you will. Um, but, but, you know, how much can you bless a baby? I mean, when a child begins its life, you can give it milk, you can give it comfort. That's about it. It cries, you make it feel better. <laughs> but we as Christians, while we might start there, you know, for us to get to the strong meat of experiencing the blessings of being faithful to, to what God has for us to do, uh, to, to being faithful to, you know, the responsibilities that he would have us to carry out in our lives, uh, you know, to get to that strong meat, we have to grow beyond the milk of the word. And God also wants me to do my best, to be my best. First uh, Corinthians 9.24 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. See, Christians should be awesome at life. I mean, who else has our resources, right? <laughs> who else has God the Father with that love, that strength, that wisdom, that favor that we talked about? And so, whenever we are going about our days uh, as Christians, other people should be able to look into our lives and think, wow, there's something there that I don't have. First John 5, 4 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So, if faith is the victory, why are we losing? I mean, as Christians, we are losing our marriages, we're losing our kids, we're losing our temper, we're losing our way. Where's the victory in the Christian life? Are we just waiting for the victory over the grave? I mean, is that it? I mean, we'll just be a loser till we die. At least we got that one pinned down, right? <laughs> I mean, is, is that it? I want the strong meat of God. 
Milk is good, but I want to see all that God has for me. And yes, I mean, I am blessed to be a child of God, but I'm even more excited at the thought of being a man of God. So here's the key. <laughs> here's the moment we've all been waiting for, right? <laughs> You're going to be mad at me. I mean, it's after all this nice, pleasant scripture about being victorious. Here's how we do it, okay? Here it is. We decide. <laughs> yeah. God says do it. I shall. God says, don't do it. I shall not. It's that simple. The power of the Christian life is the difference between I should and I shall. I mean, it's that simple, but it is far from easy. Don't believe me? I mean, you don't have to, but just try it and see what God can do with I shall. I mean, you've tried I should for years. How's that working out for you? Adam and Eve shouldn't have eaten the forbidden fruit, but they did, and sin and death came upon all men. Lot's wife knew she shouldn't look back, but she did and lost her life. Moses should have spoken to the rock, but he didn't, and he never even entered the promised land. King Saul should have waited on Samuel to offer the sacrifice, but he didn't, and he lost his kingdom. Samson should have stayed away from the daughters of the Philistines, but he didn't, and he lost his freedom. Jonah should have went to Nineveh, but he didn't, and he was cast into the sea. The rich young ruler should have sold what he had and given to the poor, but he didn't, and he went away sorrowing. Ananias and Sapphira should have told the truth about their gift to the church, but they didn't, and they dropped dead at the apostles' feet. Satan loves should. Should is a front door to our heart. Shall is a wall. Should says, I'll make the decision in the moment of temptation. Then I'll think about it. Then I'll decide, well, maybe I, maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. Shall says, I have decided. I have decided to follow Jesus. Noah decided that I shall build the ark, and God saved his family from the flood. Abraham decided, I shall give my son, and God give him a nation. Elijah decided, I shall object to the worship of Baal. God sent down fire. David decided, I shall not allow Goliath to make a mockery of God. And God defeated a giant with a shepherd boy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided, I shall not bow to the image. And God took them through a fiery furnace. Ruth decided, I shall not abandon my family in the midst of trial. And it was through her family that God sent the Messiah. Paul and Silas decided, I shall praise, despite the pain of being in prison. And God shook the prison till the doors came open. It is simple, but it's not easy. Daniel 1.8 says that Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. I mean, it's amazing. What you do is directly correlated with whatever you decide to do. (laughs) You'll never have the time or the money or the energy to do what's right until you decide to do it. But on the flip side of that, God will never tell you to do something without giving what you need to do it. Shall is hard. But should is costly. And Satan is coming to test my decisions. My little should commitments are rag dolls in his hands. You know, my shall commitments, (laughs) he can huff and he can puff, but he's not going to blow that house down. But why is shall so hard? Because I think sometimes I question, you know, what if God isn't enough to meet my desires? Right? I mean, it's hard to admit sometimes, but, you know, isn't that the reason so many of us struggle with making the commitment to God? It's because deep down we really question whether or not 
you know, if I if I say no to this in my life, am I really going to be happy? Is God really going to be enough to satisfy? And then the other reason is, you know, what if I don't have what it takes? What if I start down this path and I make a fool of myself because I, I don't make it, because I don't have enough within me to to finish the task that I started? And uh, that's kind of where we come to the next thought I have, um, and that is about righteous anger. Ephesians 4.26 says, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. God gave us all of our emotions, one of which, of course, being anger. But, you know, there's not very many places that we can use that, right? So why, why do we have anger? Well, here's the one place that we can use it. We can get angry at our sin. <laughs> we can get angry at Satan and the victories that he's taking in our lives. You know, I gave Satan an inch and he took a mile. I can be angry about that. I can get angry at myself for letting him take it. I need to get over the complacent victim mentality and get angry about it. You know, this time you went too far. This time you hurt my loved ones. And now you've done it. This time you've pushed me far enough to decide. And now I'm going to go to God about it. God didn't give us anger so we could hate each other. He gave us anger to hate sin. And I'm thankful now that God let Satan do his thing in my life. Now, I'm not glad for the pain that I've allowed my sin to cause. But because of the pain, now I'm more fired up. Now I have seen what Satan will do with I should. So yesterday, I should have. But today, I shall. Then we begin to to wonder, where do we draw the line? Well, here's the abridged version. God makes it really simple for us. (laughs) Romans 14 tells us that whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Should I? Shall not. Again, should I? Shall not. It's that simple. If we have to stop and think, oh, I wonder if God... Shall not. If we have to stop and call a friend and be like, you know, do you think... uh..." Shall not. Hebrews 2.1 says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. I mean, we're not even supposed to let them slip. It's so simple, but so demanding. I mean, that is a lot of stuff to cut out of my life, right? Matthew 16.24 says, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Yeah, that is a lot of sacrifice. That is the kind of sacrifice that people are going to notice whenever they come up to you and be like, hey, you want to go do such and such or watch such and such or, you know, go to this place. And you say, sorry, I can't. And, you know, that that again, yes, that's denying yourself. And and they're going to they're going to see that and they might think, well, you know, that's kind of weird. But here's the thing. Why do we do that? It needs to be because I'm a Christian. Don't whine about the the lost opportunities. Oh, man, I'd love to go, but I really shouldn't, you know, because God's, you know, I just, I'm trying to do better. No, don't whine about it. Here's Here's the place to insert your testimony. 
I honor God's word because it was God who was there for me when I was lost. It was God who was there when I was without hope, when my family fell apart. It was God who was there when my dreams were crushed, who picked up the pieces and made something new. So blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when the heat cometh. But her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Yesterday I should have, but today I shall. Amen. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.